This episode is sponsored by Honey Badger. In this episode, we're going to look at user authentication. However, we're going to have a different spin on it where we have two different models that we are using for authentication. We'll have a user model and the user can sign in as we would expect with their username and password. And when they log in, they're taken to their dashboard. If we try to modify the route to go to the admins dashboard, then we will get an error as this is not a valid path. And that's what we would expect. If we sign out for the user, and if we log in as an admin, once we log in, we're then taken to an admins dashboard, and also accessing the user's dashboard would result in a no route matches. And to accomplish this, we'll use Devise. And so recently, I've been having this internal debate on whether or not Devise is just too heavy for most of the applications out there. And if you look at their source code, it is pretty overwhelming with how much metaprogramming is in there, but there's a reason for all of that complexity, and that's mainly around how much flexibility they give the developers in the type of resources that you are able to add into your application. And to date, I've never really worked on an application that needed to have more than one hierarchy of user, where we may have a user and then an admin until recently. Recently, I found that within the context of the application I'm developing on, it still makes sense to have our user model for our general purpose users. However, there is a separate section of consumers of the application which don't need the same level of content as a normal user. And in fact, their functionality within the application is very different than the normal user. So it would actually make sense to have a whole separate section dedicated for this purpose, along with having a separate model to track those particular users separately. And when you're developing your application, this kind of decision of having separate resources for your general users and then another resource for a different type of user is going to be really important to determine how you want to handle it within your application because this is not something that you should take lightly as it's going to be really difficult to come back later and modify this to interact in a different kind of way. For example, if you create 10 different kind of resources for authentication, maybe you have a users, you have an admin, you have a super user, you have a shadow user, you have a sponsor or something else, and you make each one of those their own resource or model, then you may find that you're overcomplicating your application. Maybe having a role on a user model is going to be a lot more simple, and then maybe you have another resource for one specific type of user. And so in this episode, we're going to look at creating two different resources for our authentication. And then we're also going to look at some of the different nuances that we'll have to take into consideration when working with multiple authentication resources. And did you know that you can go to railstore.com to get your own Ruby on Rails t-shirt or your Drift and Ruby t-shirt? So be sure to check that out and use the promo code Ruby for free shipping within the United States. So we're going to start off with a fresh Rails 613 application. To get started, we'll do a bundle add device. And once that's done, we can call the Rails generate device colon install. 
and this will install our initializer that we can modify if we need to, and it also gives us some general steps to take into consideration as well. And then we can call Rails Generate Device, and then we'll just call our user model for the first resource. You'll see that it'll create a migration for us. It also creates the user model, and it also updates our routes. So I'm going to go ahead and run this again, except this time I'm going to run it for the model admin. So this is creating our second resource. So we first have our user model, and then we have an admin model. Both of them will allow us to authenticate into this application, but depending on which resource you use, you will have different access into the application. And once finished, we'll go ahead and run Rails DB migrate to migrate our database. And as you would expect, it created our users table as well as the admins table. And in each case, both tables have an email, encrypted password, the password reset token, the remember me, as well as the proper indexes. So within our layouts, in the application HTML ERB, you would likely move this off into a partial. However, I'm just going to go ahead and add it in here. And we're just going to create some menu navigations. So because we are using device, we do have some handy helpers. We first have something like a current underscore user, which this would return nil if the user is not signed in. And because we have two different resources, we also have a current underscore admin that we have access to as well. However, in this case, we also have some other helper methods. One that you may be familiar with is a user underscore signed underscore in question mark. And so if the user is signed in, we could have a link to and then sign out where we will destroy the user session path with a method of delete. We could also check, so we could do an else if, and then we could say that the admin user is not signed in. We could create a link to the sign in, and this will take us to a new user session path. And so if the user is signed in, then we obviously wouldn't want to show a sign in link, but we would want to show the sign out. But now we also need to think in the context of the admin user. If the normal user is not signed in, then an admin could be signed in. If the admin is signed in, then we would not want to show a sign-in link for our users because you could run into a session where if you try to log in as two different resources at the same time, then your sessions could get messed up. So if an admin is not signed in and the user is not signed in, then we're going to show the sign-in link for a user. We could also check if the admin is signed in, and if they are, then I'm just going to copy up from the top and then just make the changes because we would want to provide a sign out link for the admin user and we could just change our path to a destroy admin session path. And then we can change this. If the user is not signed in, then we can show a sign in link for the admin. And so I'm just going to change this to sign out as admin and sign in as admin just so we have some differentiation between our two different resources. And so now visiting our welcome page, we can sign in as a user or we can sign in as an admin. If we sign in as a user, we could sign up for a user account. And once we sign up, we'll be then logged in as that user. 
And notice that the sign in as admin link does not appear, and we now just have the sign out link. If we sign out, we can then sign in as an admin, and we can sign up for an admin account. Once we enter our credentials and sign up, we can now sign out as an admin. And so now at this point, we have one record in our user model and one record in our admin model. Next, let's go ahead and generate a controller for our users dashboard. And I'm just going to namespace it under users. And then we'll just create the action index. And then we'll go ahead and do the same thing for our admins. And so with those two created, if we go into our routes.rb, you'll see that we have our namespaces for the admins and users, both pointing to the respective dashboard index. However, in this case, if we're signed in as an admin user, we would not want to be able to access the user dashboard and vice versa, a user should not access the admin's dashboard. So what we can do is to create a device scope for our user, and we would only want this to be done for authenticated users. So we can call authenticated user, and then we can just move this namespace under to the users. However, we are going to need to reference this particular path so we can pass in as authenticated root. And this is just a name that I'm giving it so that later we can call a user's authenticated root path and that would take the user to their dashboard. And we can do something similar for the admins. So I'm just going to copy down this block and I'm just going to change the necessary parts to admins. And then we can get rid of our namespace up here. So now we have two different paths if a user is signed in, then they will have access to certain items. And if the admin user is signed in, then they'll have access to certain items that's only accessible while they are logged in. And before, I had mentioned that it's not good to have a user and an admin signed in on the same browser because that could lead to some quirky behavior. So what we're going to do is to create the controllers for the users and we'll just need their session and the registrations path. So I'm going to create a path for each one of these. We'll have our users and the admins, and then we we'll also have the controllers, where for the sessions controller, we'll have our users and our admins, and then we'll send this to a sessions. We'll also have something similar for the registrations, where the users and the admins will go to a registrations controller. And so with those changes made, we can go ahead and generate the device controllers for our users. And we would want to create the sessions controller. And you'll see that we have our app controllers users and then the sessions controller. So let's go ahead and do that for the admins controller as well. We could also create a registrations controller for the users as well as the admins. So if we look under our controllers, we now have a namespace for our admins, and we have a sessions and registrations and our dashboard controller, and we have the same under the users. So if we look at the registrations controller, I'm just going to delete everything that's commented out within this class, because we're just going to create a concern that we can use within all of our sessions and our registrations. And so for the registrations controller, we're going to create a concerns. Let's just call this the accessible concern. So in the concerns folder, we'll create the accessible.rb. 
will be a module accessible. It'll extend the active support concern. And then within an included do block, we'll invoke a method that will just check our resource. And then we can create this method, check resource. And so we could do a check if the admin is signed in. We can clear any flash messages. And then we can redirect to the admin's authenticated root path and return. Else if the user is signed in, we can clear any flash messages and then redirect to the user's authenticated root path and return. And so both of these admins authenticated root path and the user's authenticated root path came from our routes.rb that we created a few minutes ago. And so with this accessible concern created on the registrations controller, we can include this. However, there are some instances where we would want to skip it. So we could do a skip before action for the check resource. And we would only want to skip it except for the new action and the create action. So that's signing up for a new user. And so I'm going to copy this down over into the user's registration controller as well, because it's going to have the exact same logic within there. And then on the sessions controller, I'm going to paste this in and we would want to skip this check resource only for the destroy action. So if the user is signed in, then we obviously wouldn't want to redirect them to the user dashboard or the admin dashboard if they are trying to sign out. So we can copy this, then also take it down into the user's session controller. So if a user is already signed in, and then they try to go and sign in as an admin, the check resource method would pick up that a user is already signed in, and then it'll redirect the user to the user dashboard, and same way for the admin. And so now if we sign in as an admin, when we log in, we're taken to the admin's dashboard. If we try to change our route at the top to the user sign in, and if we hit return, it just takes us right back to our admin's dashboard. We can sign out and sign in as a regular user. And when we sign in, we're taken to the user's dashboard. And of course, if we type in the admin's dashboard URL, then we will get the no route matches. And we of course can sign out. And if we try to sign in as an admin, but use a user's credentials, so we are on the admin sign in path, and we'll log in using our user at example.com. It'll just take us back to the sign in because we've entered incorrect credentials. It is the correct credentials for a user, but not an admin. And so again, before we wrap up, I do want to reiterate how important it is to make sure that you think about your architecture carefully at this stage, because the way you implement your authentication here is going to have a long lasting effect in your application and how you maintain it. I would only recommend creating an additional resource when the functionality of that particular user is so different from the rest of your users that it really warrants having a completely separate model associated to that kind of person. I think in most cases, if you can get away with having a role, then that's going to be overall much easier to maintain within your application. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks for watching. For more videos, check out driftandruby.com.